Welcome to the Hope Hotline. Your eyes are not deceiving you. Yes, I got my hair colored again. It's a little different. Jolene went a little bit more copper. It went more copper than she wanted, but whatever. She informed me that she's getting her hair done copper in the fall. So whatever, I guess, color she likes on my head, she's putting on her head, which whatever. It works. If you're a hairdresser, use your customer base. And since I'm her friend, it works out real well. She can just use me. Whatever. I don't care. Okay. Enough about my head, about my hair. Let's talk conference. Bring that sucker in. Bring it in. There you go. So the beloved conference. We are gearing up August 24th through the 26th. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be fun. Fly in, drive in, walk in, bike in. I don't care how you get here, get here. That's all that matters. We are going to be doing pre-t-shirt sales. So um, if you know you're going to come and you know what size you need to wear, uh, we just figured out what the new t-shirt or what the t-shirt's going to look like. So we're going to get those made. How long do they normally take, Heather? It can take a few weeks. So be thinking. Get ready. She'll have them ready. Listen, Heather, can people get their... What if they don't live in town, but they want their t-shirt early? How do we do that? They just have to wait till they get here? Yes. Okay, she's not working with you people. She's not going <laughs> to mail you your t-shirt in advance. What? They can wear it night too. You can wear it night too. I don't like that idea. But we'll figure it out. What if they wanted to wear it night one when everybody else is wearing it? Email the church. I say email Heather. That is the church. That is the church. That's true. Email email the church. Heather will work it out. Because some people do want to wear it night one. And if they're coming in, you know. So nice of you. You're so nice. You know. When I <laughs> Heather says when she doesn't have to do it. You know what? There is a lot of truth to that statement. I'd be lying if I if I didn't, if it wasn't so true. I'd you know whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm at a loss today, people. I just you know what I don't know. Like I told the girls, I'm like I don't know what's going on with me. Not I I don't know. It's okay. Talk about your new background. Are you happy with that? I I do like the new background. Okay, I do. I think it's very pretty. I like it way better than the one we had before, but apparently my hair color did not go well with my pink and green background. That will be back because in the fall I'm going brown and blonde. Ooh. So, yeah. Hello. I'm doing brown, brown, brown and blonde. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going we're gonna to change it up a notch or change it up a little bit. But I don't know, people. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm not sad, mad, dismayed. Whatever. Yeah. You're just excited to answer questions. I'm not hungry. What? You're just excited to answer the questions. You're ready to get right into it today. Not really. (laughs) Okay. Not really. No. You know, like, sometimes you're like. Yeah. And today I'm just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it'll change. My body's. You know, I've been told I'm a complainer by my husband today in our office staff meeting. That might, that might have been the problem. (laughs) Because I'm limiting what I can talk about. Heather's laughing. Oh my gosh. Because Heather, Heather, after he said that, Heather goes, well, that's what I love about you. Or something along those lines. So now I'm like, I'm watching my words. Oh, that's what it is. Now, well, I might be. I don't know. Listen, okay. I don't want to be a complainer. Yeah. He says when we go to the restaurants, I complain. I do not complain when I go to the restaurants, do I, Heather? Hey, put Heather on. Cause <laughs> <laughs> you know what you want. You're I do know what true. I want. That's I'm true. specific. But is that complaining when you say, please, I want a hamburger with no tomato. But please, can I have mayo and mustard? Can I get it medium well? Is that? Really that's not complaining. What do I ask for? I, like, well, there's Special reasons for glass. that. Okay, so I drink okay. a lot of sparkling water. Mm-hmm. You do? And the reason why is so it doesn't look like wine. Mm. 
I specifically, because they always put it in those wine glasses, and yeah. I've gone out to dinner with kids, and they bring me my sparkling water, and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not alcohol. <laughs> it's just water with bubbles. But that's the main reason I do it. What's the other reason? What's another thing, Heather? Lay it on me. Get, see, here's yeah, the thing. Here just so everybody knows, out of everyone in this room, right now, Heather will not be the nicest one. She'll actually say it just like it is. So, Heather, lay it on me, baby. So, like, if, you, if something's a little too cold, or it's not the right texture, or it's sloppy on the plate, you're just not really happy with But I don't, like, complain to the waiter or waitress. I'm like, oh, oh that's not very not pretty. Not necessarily to the waiter or waitress, but to the table. <laughs> to the whole table? See, we're going to out to dinner table. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're, I'm going out to dinner tonight. Just so happens. I'm going out with some people that I actually hate tonight. Oh, no. And then I love. So I'm going out to dinner with our friends, Kristen and Lee, because they're leaving us. And so I absolutely hate them. So I will be going out to dinner with them. But then I'm going out to dinner with Heather and Travis because they're coming with us. Well, you didn't invite yourself, but whatever. Um so tonight I'm going to be on my best behavior. Whatever they bring, oh my god, I'm accepting. I'm saying nothing. I don't care <laughs> if it comes out mooing, or if it comes out clucking, Please record this. or if what? <laughs> I will have my camera. Ready. There'll be recording <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, you might need to because this will be the first and the last time it actually ever happens. <laughs> I don't like that. You've gotten better. You I, have. I don't like that about me. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem, people. I'm self-reflecting right now, and oh I don't really gosh. like what I like, or like, I don't really like what I think, <laughs> or I see, or I hear. Whatever. Now the numbers have dropped dramatically, <laughs> but I can't do nothing about that because I am who I am. You be don't you. say it. <laughs> <laughs> Hope. It always makes sense. You be you. But maybe be nice. I am. See, here's the thing. Heather, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Heather. Get in the picture. Heather's, does, Heather's not happy because she didn't do her hair today. I, I never do my hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Heather, am I mean to the people, though? You're not mean, but you're very direct. Because that's my personality. So it comes across. As mean? Oh, you know what's going to happen. People have probably been spitting in my food like oh, crazy. Oh, that's not good. Oh, you might spit might in my have. food? I might have. Oh, hmm. Oops. But I never did that, so no. I don't know. I don't know if it's just being, I don't know, like, that's just weird to me. Okay, you don't be you tonight and see how it goes. <laughs> Everybody else would be happy but me. <laughs> Tom, yeah, let's see how Tom won't even know what to do with himself. I, I know. Please, please do it. Have the report back. <laughs> you know what the thing is, is when you're like, here's the thing. I'm born down south, right? I'm born here yep. in Florida. Yep. But I grew up in, you know, in a metropolitan area. And there's just some things that you just like, you just say things and you think, What's, I don't know. You just don't think anything about it because that's how you, you yeah. I, I like people direct with me and because of that, I'm direct with people, but people don't like that. Yeah. Especially when you're down south. Do you, you're it's from up north. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's different very down diff- here. It's you very to, difficult. You have to watch your tone. You have to make sure you smile. Otherwise, you get food or get some spit You get spittle food. in your food. Yep. Which I've probably eaten a lot of spit maybe. I don't know. I don't go out to eat a lot. That helps. There you go. Maybe that's what you need to do. I don't know, people. Um, you are who you are. Jeff Tomas is watching. And he said, yo, yo, sister. <laughs> I was just texting you a little bit ago, Jeffrey. My sweet friend. Aubrey said you look beautiful. Oh, Always. God bless. Always. God bless. Even in, even in my solemnness yeah. of finding out I'm a complainer. <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't think Tom's, Tom's always told me like, uh, 
like I've wasted 11 minutes on this, but um, uh, after this, uh, I'll get to the real questions. You know, Tom's always told me he thinks it's funny because when we go out to restaurants, I'm always like, I have like, it takes me forever to place my order, which is not true. <laughs> Shut up, Heather. <laughs> it's not true. <clears throat> Heather's laughing. <laughs> Heather's laughing. I think we have a false. <laughs> like, why are you going to get something... What are you? Why are you gonna buy get your meal with capers when you don't like capers? Okay. Like Tom thinks it's horrible. Just push them off to the side. But I'm like, why get capers when you don't like them? I don't think that's complaining. It's not complaining. Thank you. Talia saves the day. So, yeah, and Talia, but Talia's family's from up north, which ain't helping me. Which is New Jersey. And listen, if there's anybody you don't want to cross, is some, somebody from New Jersey. True that. Watch out. I hear you're from New Jersey, and I'm like, back off. But <laughs> um, but he didn't say I complained. Now I'm complaining instead of, like, I changed my order. Mm. I, think he, he, I think he hit me in the heart today. And then, and then, and here's the thing. You. I think Heather, like, took the knife and just went, <laughs> yeah. like, he went in, and then she went, <laughs> you did ask. I know. You so, asked hey, listen, you, you don't asked. have to like the process. You should have asked me. No, because you'll be too you. nice. I've eaten with you. And what do you think, I, I think that you are just, I think you're very kind. Oh my goodness. I do. I think you're very direct, and you ask for what you want, but you haven't gotten something that you didn't like yet with me. I hardly ever get, uh, listen, I know what I like, so I hardly right. ever get something that so I don't I like. So I haven't seen the side of you yet. And I've eaten with you quite a bit. Yeah. Thank you very much. Now, Logan, you've never eaten with me, but you, you feel free to lie right this very second. Yeah. How great I am. I think when you go out to eat, you have a certain expectation of presentation, how it should taste. Heather. If it's not up to <laughs> your Heather's skin, hiding your face. You let them know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'm paying for this meal, you're going to make it good. Yeah. <sighs> Heather, why can't I see your face right now? <laughs> She's fine. That's why I go straight to Heather. Because let me tell you. But look, you're, you're she's struggling just like me. right now. What is that? You're struggling right now. I would have, you would have already felt great about yourself. We would have been on to question one. But I would have known you're lying. I'm not lying. You're gonna, you're gonna there. See, there's the positive side. You're going to get there. And you've gotten better. Or you be you. I'm a, listen, just for the record, people. I'm a tough nut. I mean, I'm nice, but I'm tough. Like, I think my toughness is as equal as my niceness. Seriously. Yeah. I think I can. Yeah, I, would you say that, Heather? I'm equal. <laughs> Heather. Tough on both. You know, I, as, as much as I am nice, I am. I can be as equally as and as often as tough. Um, but I'm, you know, I don't know what to do about that. I used to know. I used to be I way. I used to be tough, like seventy percent of the time. Okay, <laughs> then nice thirty. So there you go. Why that man ever fell in love with me, I do not know. <laughs> I do not. Huh? You did his laundry. You did his laundry. I did his laundry. <clears throat> he's easy to love, though. Yeah. Even though he's t he's tough. Yeah. He's easy to love, but. But he likes the things a certain way. Okay, let's just go, guys. I have wasted too much of your time. 15 minutes on me and me walk, you know, you counseling me through my process. Thank you, Heather. God bless. <laughs> thank you, Tracy, for building me up after she tore me down. And Logan, thank you for solidifying my thoughts. I appreciate you. All right, for that, roll them. That's it? That's all I get? I don't know. I want to try again? That's it? Want to try again? Of everything I sent you? Do you want to try? Let's try again. Ready? Yes. Set. Ghostbusters! There you go. But, but, but you missed. I ain't afraid of those ghosts. Oh. Darn. Yeah. Well, okay, that's unacceptable. Tracy, you're fired. Okay. See, I can be tough. She's gone. After this podcast, you'll never see Tracy again. Can I get rehired? <laughs> okay, after this podcast, yeah. you will be rehired. Woohoo. 
the first question <laughs> is about ghosts. See, that the thing was is that little clip was about as successful as my first 15 minutes oh of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> was it at the end or the beginning? I can get it again. <sighs> You did. You got okay. most of it. The problem is, is I didn't communicate it with you, and we didn't pre we didn't preview well, it before we because we've been busy. Yeah, People, yeah. we've been busy. Because you sent me ten seconds, and that was definitely eight. That's the issue. I can I get it. I, I, I sent you ten seconds, you and did. that was only eight. Correct. So it wasn't my fault. No, See, mine. that's how it is, People, when I go out to dinner, just so you know, <laughs> that's exactly how it is. It's never my fault. Mm-hmm. I have expectations. They're not met. Tracy. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> it's a good thing I love you. I know. It's Just true. Just kidding. True. All right. <clears throat> First question is, are ghosts real? There are shows on TV about them, but I don't know if they are real. So everybody who's left and wants to come back, we're going on to the first question. Text your friends. Tell them they can come back to the show. We're moving, we're moving on to the real stuff. Are ghosts real? There are shows on TV about them, but I don't know if they are real. Have you ever guys, have you ever seen those shows where they like go into these houses, they turn out all the lights and they try to communicate with ghosts and stuff like that? Yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yep. Have you, I've never watched one of those shows. Have you, any of you guys ever watched one of those shows? Is that, hold on, I'm going to cut us over. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ghost Hunters. Oh, okay. Now let me ask you this question since I have never seen one of those shows. Do they look real? It looks like crap. Tracy, have you ever watched one? I haven't. I've seen commercials for it, but I never actually watched one. It's not intriguing to me. Not intriguing to me in the slice. But I just don't know if they did. Have they ever shown where they've actually encountered a real ghost? They have shown where they've encountered a real ghost. Yeah, they have different tools. So there's sound machines, wavelength machines, infrared machines. Like, have you seen a real ghost? What does a real ghost look like? Well, no, no. Like, what people in general say, like, a real ghost looks like, you know, like like white and kind of, like, flowy. They've shown little fragments or white spots. Like... Anomalies, that's what they call it. Yeah. Anomalies. Yeah. They're they like, do show that. Yeah. They like a cloud look. in the sky would look like how kind of like how clouds are misty. Mm-hmm. So that's what they show you? Yeah. Is it believable? Some of them can be, yeah. Talia says some of them can be. Talia's watched lots. Now that's not surprising because I would think that it would be geared towards that age group. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That it's more for. The younger, curious right. population. Yeah. Well, because <clears throat> I th- to me it's demonic, mm-hmm. completely demonic. Mm-hmm. But don't watch that crap anymore. Tell you. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Let's go to scripture. Leviticus nineteen thirty one says, "Give no regard to mediums and familiar sp- spirits. Do not seek after them. Do not uh, to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God." Now, if you break down that scripture, when it hits the word mediums and spiritists, it's referring to practitioners of the occult. Consulting a medium was no less a sin than being one. Only God has was to be consulted through either the priest or a prophet. So. Totally, so those shows right there are demonic, and biblically speaking, no one that's a believer should be participating or watching those uh, those shows at all. Deuteronomy eighteen eleven through 12 says, Or one who conjures spells, and let's look at that word, conjures, okay? Spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. If you look at the study notes for that, when it says, refers to these things, which it says, one who conjures spells or medium or spiritist. That's our phone here in the, in the room. So 
we're turning it off. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. So a person who conjures spells or a medium or a spiritist or one who calls up the dead, those are these things. It's referring to various methods of people who use um, divining, employing, demonic, occult, supernatural means to discover the will of their false gods and the course of future events. The Lord describes them as detestable. Job 7, 9 through 10 says, As the cloud disappears and vanishes away, so he who goes down to the grave does not come up. So how can there be ghosts? If you go to the gra- grave, you do not come back up. He shall never return to his house, nor shall he play, nor shall his place know him any more. Isaiah eight nine through thir- uh, nineteen through twenty says, and when you, they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards, who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? Which is what people do. They when they, what's that big? That lady that's from New York with the big hair, with a really long, what is it? Dear Lord, that girl, how in the world do you know that lady's name? Are you from Long Island? No way. I thought you were from Kentucky. I moved from Louisville, Kentucky. But originally Long Island. You're originally from Long Island, New York. That's the reason why you get me. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. That's the reason why me saying I want something a certain way, you're like, oh, that's not a problem. She gets it. Yeah, Northeast. Midwesterners, I I think Midwesterners find me repulsive. But Northeasterners are like, eh. Because, listen, a Midwesterner is usually very nice, very whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I love Midwesterners. I think that they're the salt of the earth people but I can be a bit too much so let's look at this and when they say to you seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter should not a people seek their God should they seek their the dead on behalf of the living to the law and to the testimony if they do not speak according to this word it is because there is no light in them we are very we are warned very heavily against um being involved with anything that where somebody has passed away or ghosts or mediums um sorcery those kinds of things then if you go into commentaries and you look up cults and super uh, and the supernatural it says the spirits of the dead and the mediums who pretend to speak for them you have to pay attention to words it says and the mediums who pretend to speak for them can only talk in whispers and squeaks, which is Isaiah eight nineteen. This is appropriate for those who have left their body behind. When Odysseus visited Hades, the spirits were uh, there lamented their increasing separation from the life of physical vitality. The prophets uh, struggled to keep the people from resorting to spiritism. Ecclesiastes 9, 5 through 6. And listen, this is a lot of scripture. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm giving it to you because a lot of people believe in ghosts. They believe in, still, they'll, they'll go and they will seek mediums or they'll speak somebody who can read their fortune for them. And they're Christians. They call themselves Christians. Here's the thing. The word is very clear. Stay away from it. It's demonic. And we'll go into a little bit further. But you, we're not to participate in that. That is an abomination to God. Believing in ghosts and all this other stuff, there is the demonic realm. There is the spiritual godly realm, and then there's the demonic realm. And that's what you're dealing with when you're dealing with ghosts, um, mediums, uh, fortune tellers, uh, people who read your fortune with the Torah cards, when you're dealing with Ouija boards, it's demonic. It is not pulling up somebody. It's not pulling grandma up whom you loved. Listen, demons are real. And they can pretend to be people that you love. And they will use tangible people who are demonic and work with them on this. 
So is it possible that somebody has come to you and can tell you about a relative of yours? Possibly, but it's all demonic, and it isn't from your family member who was lost. It's all from the realm of the devil um, using his sources, which means you should be running the opposite direction. You should never open yourself up to any of that or even be interested in any of that. It's um, opening yourself up to a realm that you don't even have a clue that you're opening yourself up to. And and it's very dangerous, spiritually speaking. Ecclesiastes 9, 5 through 6 says, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love, their hatred, their envy have now perished. Nevermore will they have a share of anything done under the sun. So how can a loved one that has passed on come back as a spirit or a ghost because Ecclesiastes clearly says it's not possible for the living know that they will die but the dead know nothing and they will have no more reward for the memory of them is forgotten also their love their hatred and their envy have now perished never more will they have a share in anything done under the sun it's not possible there is no such thing as ghosts there's absolutely everything that shows that there are demons and fallen angels. And they are imitators, and they will fool you if you let them. That's the reason why the scripture is very clear not to get involved and not to participate in anything that is in that realm. Ephesians 6, 11 through 12 says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. I think that's abundantly clear. 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen through 15 says, And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Are you being fooled? Have you participated in things that you thought were good and really are evil and demonic under the guise of hoping that you'll be able to speak to someone that you love and miss so dearly? It's dangerous. If they've gone to heaven, you will see them again. Your mourning and longing for them to talk to them one more time is going to lead you down a road possibly um, of destruction if you go to the to the great lengths that some do. I mean, some people go to these conferences. I've heard of people having these. Uh, it's like a it's like com concerts, right? They'll have, but it's not a concert. It's where they go and they uh, are in this room and these like meet. Uh, it's I've seen it where it's like one person that believes that they can talk to people that are dead or something like that mm -hmm. and then they like I've never really watched it to a certain extent so forgive me if I'm wrong but they'll walk around and they'll go and they'll see somebody and they'll say your family member is speaking to me did you know something mm -hmm. right yeah yep. and people go and they pay like they do for a comedian yeah. But they'll go and they'll do this and they'll subject themselves yeah. to this. Yeah. That's so dangerous. It I is. mean, that's not uncommon. No. No, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. And it's all over social media right now, too. So a lot Is of, it really? Yeah, on TikTok, a lot of the lives are mediums. And then whoever's in their live, they'll start, like, asking questions. And, You're uh, kidding oh, me. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a lot. It's Tell a lot. you saying that yeah. it's very common on TikTok because I'm not yeah. on TikTok at all. Yeah. It's a huge thing on TikTok. It's a huge thing. Okay, so let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so because I know nothing about this, right? Yeah. I mean, I know very, very little. Like, I don't know that yeah. that's trending or anything like that. Right. So people are just doing going to these things out of curiosity, correct? Yeah. They're not really – they're just wondering if – a spirit or a, or a person that died will really communicate with them, right? A lot of people are just toying with this, correct? Or is it like... I think a lot of them get referrals. Like, hey, this woman told me this. Maybe they can tell you something about your dead family member. 
I know there's some people that have walked away from this that we know. Like, they, like that they, we personally know? Yeah. They were or seeking, just thought you were saying in general. No, that we know personally that were, their family was seeking this because a family member had died. And so they, were, they had a medium that they would go see and talk to. Oh, my word. Yeah. That are Christians. Well, I don't know if they would have claimed to be Christians. They okay. are now. Oh, they are now, but maybe Correct. not at the time. Right. Would I don't they have know. Christianity. Maybe believed in God, but I don't know if they were like. Wow. Yeah. That's very, very interesting, it which is. is maybe why this is such an important question. Yeah. It is. This is huge. I'm so glad you're touching on this. It's very interesting. Yeah. Because some of the stuff they say is true, so it gets confusing. Which the devil. Right. he's like the second smartest being that people forget like you're talking about the second smartest being out there he knows the bible right yeah and not to give him a power and authority because he has no power and authority over us at all correct the word is very clear about that unless you give it to him unless you go to a medium and you seek out this nonsense then absolutely yeah Let's finish up 2 Corinthians. That is so dang interesting to me. Me too. It always was. And people pay money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do me a favor. Find out how much people can pay, how much it ranges from. This is very interesting to me. 2 Corinthians 11, 14 through 15, while she's looking this up. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if he ministers also uh, therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose end will be according to their works so if you believe in um that you can seek the dead and get you know you, you can actually bring back grandma or the aunt that you loved or your dad or your mom or a sibling or something like that that you miss so dearly Remember 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen through 15, where it's very, very clear that Satan himself and his angels can minister and transform themselves into righteousness, ministers of righteousness, which is basically who you're talking to. You're talking to the devil himself or his demonic forces or his angels. Not good. Stay away from satanic activities. Anything like seances, Ouija boards, um, or other activities of uh, spiritists. Things like I remember people used to try and levitate themselves. I would go to slumber parties when I was a kid. And people would, uh, you know, one of those things that people would do is pry, play around with. Mm-hmm. I left. If there was a Ouija board that came out, yeah. I called my mom and dad. If I couldn't walk home, I'm like, get me out of here. Like, I grew up, you don't mess around with that stuff yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, we yeah. didn't, we weren't allowed to watch horror movies. People need to be careful with horror movies, yeah, too. I agree. I agree. It's not good. But if there is a Ouija board that came out, or people tried to levitate, yeah. or um, they did seances. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's some of the other things that people do, kids do? Those, like, tarot cards. Oh, the tarot cards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what's the lady in the mirror? Yeah. What, what is, is it? it? Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah, you what say is it? that? That is so old. Hey, listen, parents. There's like yeah. I, my kids, my kids didn't go to slumber parties and they didn't spend the night at a lot of people's houses. But a lot of people don't know what's going on at their kids' huh. slumber parties. Like, what is like what is Bloody Mary? Okay, so basically, you go in the bathroom, you turn all the lights off, then you turn the sink on, and then you like say Bloody Mary like three times into the mirror. Yeah, into the mirror. You have to look in the mirror. Uh huh. Supposed to appear. And so somebody. Something's supposed to appear? Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary yes. Oh, Bloody Mary's the supposed girl. to appear? Yeah. Yep. Has anybody ever seen Bloody Mary? Or is it just a game? I don't know. It's just a game. Yeah, it's just a game. Yeah. So really, that's not. But it's still him. not good. Right, right. Like for horror movies, if people turned on horror movies and I was spending the night at their houses, my parents are like, you get the heck out of there. Yeah. Just because it was not, if it doesn't, and I've told my kids this, but if it is not good for your spirit, man, don't participate in it. Right. Don't watch it. Don't participate in it. Have they always listened to me? <laughs> no. My kids, for a period of time, loved, like, horror movies. Like, nothing, like, yeah. uh, nothing. Uh, 
They they were like Friday the thirteenth, kind of like. No, I don't think they've ever seen. Did they see Poltergeist? My kids have seen Poltergeist. Um, not. Well, I wasn't thinking Poltergeist though. I was thinking like Nightmare on Elm Street, ones that I recognize, mm. but like those kinds of movies. But they, maybe they did see Poltergeist. What's paranormal? But paranormal, that's like spiritist kind of things, yeah, right? Yeah. I think they've seen paranormal, though. Maybe that's what they got. Yeah. I know they've seen that movie, which I don't know anything about because I don't watch movies because I got, I'm like thinking to myself the whole entire time I'm sitting watching TV is I could be doing so many things with my time right now. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is such a waste. Yeah. Which is not good for Tom because Tom does enjoy sitting <laughs> and watching TV. Yes, he does. And so we're yes, usually not. Like, that's his... He likes to do that together. Time, yeah. huh? That's his relaxing quality time. It is. Well, because he's usually working out a lot. But here's the the problem is, is like uh, July. Is it June or July that has the Christmas and Christmas in July, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already started doing Hallmark oh my movies right now. No. <laughs> I had no idea. That's so I do. Because guess do. what's on in my house? You do. What do I do? The other night I had to endure. That's what I had to do. Like he's sitting there watching a Hallmark movie. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, Tom, you've already seen this one. He didn't care. Like, oh my gosh, move on. So 1 John 4 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. I hope I've hit this topic hard enough to make you guys understand that... You yourself need to stay away from it. You're not communicating with your loved one. You're communicating with evil, the, the, the demonic forces. And, and um, scripture is very clear about it. And it is very clear you're to stay away from it at all times. You need to also be checking with your kids, if you, especially for older kids, anything that's like fifth grade and on. You, be, you know, I think we did this when I was in uh, like – fourth grade I think when I would go and spend the night at a slumber party I think from like you're 10 years old in fourth grade from 10 all the way up until like junior high kids were messing around and doing stupid stuff I literally would leave Uh, it was a bummer because you know you want to be at this party but you know like it's not it's not good it's not acceptable so parents really need to be in tune with what their kids are yeah with their kids are watching like my kids weren't a lot my kids were not allowed to watch horror movies at all um they started watching them i think when they were senior high school maybe maybe older than that and then norma stopped because norma literally she's like now i see why you say don't watch them because she started it started bothering her before it didn't bother her and she's like i i get it Mm -hmm. it will eventually Mm -hmm. bother you i agree you're to guard your heart and as a parent, you're to guard your children's heart. At some point, they have to be, they, you're got to, like, you can't, like, cling on to them so much mm-hmm. that you give them no freedom to be stupid and make their own mistakes. But, um. Hope something I used to do. What? When they, when they started getting interested in watching, like, horror movies. There's yeah. a thing called, I forget what the website is, but it's a Christian website where it kind of explains the difference, the different movies and, like, what to expect and what to be concerned about. And I said, if you can read me what this story's about, this movie's about, then you can watch it. And they couldn't. Because it would say, like, you can, you don't see a child die, but you know that the child is dying because you can hear them crying. And as soon as they read those words, they were, yeah, like, they were like, no, no way. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. See that, that, here's the thing. That's excellent, especially if you have girls. Because mm-hmm. girls, they'll yeah. mess, boys, they'll be like, eh. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But listen, you have all girls, so yep. that helps. Girls. But even still... If it keeps half the population from watching crap, yeah, then keep keep it up. Do you, do you want to know how much people are paying? Yeah. Did you on? did you see? So I asked my friend who we know. She was paying a hundred dollars an hour, and she said the details that you get are so amazing that it's hard to not keep going back because you don't know it's demonic. So you just like want to keep because knowing these details. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Because Satan is very cunning. He is. Yeah, he perverts it. Very much so. 
a hundred dollars an hour that's so, so flipping expensive so tiktok yeah um, tal found this one private medium ship reading you can connect with your past loved ones 15 minutes 65 dollars or 15 minutes for 65 bucks or 45 minutes for 150 dollars so it's even more expensive on tiktok so people but, are making money hand over fist yeah i mean people are desperate okay so that's one-on-one -on -one. so a ticket to go see somebody tour yeah starts at 89 goes all the way up to 322 dollars for the chance of maybe being selected okay but you're also a spectator yeah so you're getting to is that insane so that's sad. insane yeah that is. is some crazy crap right there mm -hmm. it's expensive listen people you can spend your money on way better things than that as I'm sure most of you that are commenting will have said, I would never spend my money on that. But you never know yeah. who you'll come across True. that you True. might need to ha give them this information. You never know, especially scripture verses. Because, mm -hmm. listen, you can give your opinion all day long, but a scripture verse people cannot run from. Yep. The word you cannot run from, unless they're not saved. And at the end of the day, if they call themselves a believer— and they look at those scripture verses and say, oh, it's still real. I question their Christianity. I really do. And the stewardship of their money. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be pretty stupid to spend that kind of money. Well, <laughs> if you're not but saved. They, they're desperate. If, you, listen, yeah. if you're not saved, yeah. I get it. Yeah, they're but desperate. But if you're saved. Yeah. Yeah. You have and to you're know. spending that kind of money. So something else. The elevator ain't going all the way up to the top. Right. And something they say is you have to be careful when you allow access. You have to protect, your, protect yourself against the evil ones. So they talk about stuff like this, but they say they're not the evil ones. Because they're even. Yeah. Uh, they're even. Uh, um, uh, what's the right word? It's, it's D-I-S. They're even. Discernment? No. Mm. They're fooled. I can't think of the right word, but okay. they're even they are fooled yeah. by the deceived. Se they're deceived. deceived. They're even deceived. Yep. Thank you. Gosh, it's not D E. It's D E C. <laughs> I said D I S, but either. they're even deceived. <laughs> yeah. They're even yeah. fooled. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which is so sad, man. It is. But it's an abomination, and that's serious business to yeah, God. It is. Like people need to take it daggum seriously. Yeah. Yep. So. Next question. What is one ability that you believe everybody should possess? The one ability that I think everybody should have is the ability to have faith. You're going to have faith in something. But, um, and some people will say, oh, no, that's not true. I don't have um, faith in, in anything because I've been hurt. People have done me over. Well, you do then. You have the faith in knowing that you can trust nobody. Everybody has faith in something. The thing is, is this. If I could get people to have one thing, and everybody in this room would say, well, that's obviously just true. That's how everybody would feel. But for me, the one thing that I would want everybody to have is the faith of knowing who Jesus truthfully, truly is in their life. And the faith and knowing all that he's done for them. So many people just stick to the faith of being saved. But there's so much more that Jesus offers um, to each and every single one of us if we have the faith to believe in those things. And faith is super important. You're going to have faith in your husband. You're going to have faith in your family. You're going to have, you know... They're, that's easy to have faith in them because they're tangible. And if they're, they do right by you and if they're good to you and um, you love them and although they may fail, you know their hearts. I mean, it's really easy to have faith in something or someone that you can feel, taste, smell, whatever. But faith is very difficult when it's in the intangible. And then to believe that it goes beyond what the human physical being can actually do like you can go to the doctor and he can have to a certain extent 
able the ability to heal your body but if it goes beyond his ability then most people's faith is lost their hope is lost what well, with Jesus it's so different because with Jesus the faith in Jesus comes salvation so we're only on this earth for such a short period of time and when you extend your faith in him then then you go beyond a certain time frame on this earth and then you extend it out to eternity I mean eternity is forever that's what's truly real it, it's you know um, it, faith is really it, it when you have faith it's what you can't see versus what you can see that's true faith and so with Jesus you have something so much farther and so much more real than what this life offers you what's beyond this life is what's real what's really the most important but even though your eternity if you believe in him you'll there'll be joy forevermore there is no fear there is no sickness there's no death there's peace all of those things are eternal right but you say well I live on this earth right now so that's great and all but Jesus gives me salvation no Jesus even in this life that we live now through the Holy Spirit you have the fruits of the Spirit that dwell inside of you and those things are for today and so I would say with Jesus you have salvation and the hope of eternal life then you have Jesus through the healing of your body when the doctors say there's nothing more that can be done the intangible thing that you can't feel touch see is there and present and your faith in him will provide that healing to your body that man just can't provide it's so much bigger and so much far beyond what our minds can 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 conceive then there's the faith in the miraculous and the miraculous doesn't just can doesn't work for your body but the faith in the miraculous can be the faith in hoping and knowing that at some point the finances that you need will come through maybe you uh, you had a child and um, you put it up for adoption and your faith and hope is someday that that child will come back to you and you will have a relationship with them that's a miraculous thing it just happened to somebody that attends this church they literally got their life right with God which they've resisted for quite some time they give their heart to the Lord they say to the Lord just a short time ago father I, I gave this child up for adoption somehow make this child look and search for me so that I can have a relationship because they're an older person so I can have I can meet them I can have a relationship that with them the remaining of my days guess what lo and behold it isn't even two weeks later this person's getting a phone call from this child that they gave up that's the miraculous he is real God is real Jesus he, he paid such a heavy price for each and every single one of us on that cross and we just take the smidgen or the little bit that we think is provided to us and and just get by on it but there's so much more if you extend your faith and your hope and that he provides and you know we we live life like that on a day-to-day -day basis of just having enough to get by and that's okay to a certain extent but not when you have God not when you have Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you have all these promises that are provided for you in in the word and you just don't have to get by you can go above and beyond any and all of your expectations because that's what he promises that's what he wants for each and every single one of us as we live on this earth and then when we go to heaven it far exceeds anything our mind can conceive or even think so for me for me the one thing that I wish everybody could absolutely have the ability to walk in on a day-to-day -day basis is faith faith that exceeds what they believe faith is but faith 
which is actually what the word of God says that it is. And then, man, sky's the limit. It'll blow your mind. And life will be completely different than what you possibly can can conceive and think. And um, it's a huge thing. So you can say that you have no faith or you can say, oh, I have faith. But I would tell you, just like I was self-examining me and me complaining, okay? We, we laugh at that when we joke about that. But here's the thing. I almost am always self-examining myself um, and saying, if somebody says something like that to me, I go, what part of that is true so that I can change it? And then what part of it is like, eh, whatever. But we should be doing that in our spiritual walks consistently. We should be saying, what part am I missing? What part am I excelling in? Where, where, how far can I take what God's provided for me while I'm on this earth and run with it and go for it? And um, I think if we're always, uh, when I say to self-examine, that doesn't mean beat yourself up. See, like I won't beat myself up over being a complainer because there is truth to that. Like when your husband says you complain and then someone that's like a daughter to you says, yeah, you do it. But is it, they're not beating me down. They're kind of making fun of it, but they're telling a truth. Then what you do is you say, okay, if it's true, then fix what is true every single day and become a better person. But you don't beat yourself up for something that you can't fix from the past. You just move on and you make yourself better from that moment, moment forward. And that's what I would say spiritually speaking. If you're not walking it out like you should, if you're not going after it like you should, well, your last day and your last breath isn't right now, so you can fix it. You don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to condemn yourself. But what you can do is you can fix it. And through that see some pretty amazing things in your life and experience all that God has to offer you because it's far better than what you are doing right now. I can personally say that for myself. I haven't reached it and I truthfully try on a daily basis to be better than I was yesterday in my walk with God and in my walk as a person. So, um, I hope that helps. Next question, is love really blind or do we ignore truths about people so that we can continue on in relationships? Listen, love ain't blind. Love is not blind. We, um, would you agree, girls? I mean, have you, does anybody know that somebody says that they were so blind they couldn't see the truth? Yeah. You were, were can you say can you that love is blind? No, I don't think love is blind. No, because like even like here for me, mm -hmm. my first boyfriend, listen, I was madly in love with. Yeah. And the whole entire time he was cheating on me. No, that's not the true. True. I didn't know the whole entire time, but I had an inkling. Yeah. So like seriously, you sit there and go, love ain't blind because there are little, little hints, little things that you see and you choose to ignore. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think their view of love is a feeling. Like, I felt like I loved you versus what the Bible says love is. Because there's a show called Love is Blind, and they can't see each other. And then they fall in love, and so they say love is blind. But it's like a feeling that they get. And then people fall out of love, and then they fall in what love. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. All right, oh keep dear going, God! Keep going. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Somebody knows. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Now this is interesting. Okay. Okay. This is a real show. Is it a live? Is oh, it a yeah. live? Uh, one of those reality shows? Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you, I don't watch TV. Yeah. Okay. So wait a minute. It's huge. Really it's huge. <laughs> Good. Okay. So this show is called Love Is Blind. Yep. And two people get to know each other very, very well, but they never see each other. Correct. Right. Right. So there's these, what? there's these pods. Listen, there's these pods. Guys stay on one side of this building. The girls stay on the other. And then they come to the pod, and you have to interact with different people. And you decide, like, which one that you mesh with. And then if you don't match, but nobody ever sees each nobody other. Nobody ever sees each other. And then they, if they fall in love, then they propose sight unseen. And then you 
Then you get to meet them. Okay. You know that's a catastrophe waiting to happen. It is. It is a very interesting show. <laughs> and then they follow the process afterwards, too. Okay, so has has it ever worked out yet? Yes. What? There are still three. Three? Yeah, I don't know. couples that are married. Heather. Heather. <laughs> I'm looking at Heather's face. And I'll tell you the one that stuck from the first season. Yeah. They were both Christians. There you go. It, can I... Can I ask this question? And some people will think this is very shallow, but I know it's a question that most of you guys want to know that are like me and don't know. So has there been a really nice-looking person with a really ugly person? Hook. Okay, did they make it? One of them. One of them? One of them. Okay, let me ask you this. It definitely was the girl that was pretty and the guy that was ugly, correct? <laughs> no way. It was the other way around. She was beautiful. She was just really heavy, like didn't take care of herself. And Yeah, but see, that doesn't, weight doesn't, I mean, you can be a gorgeous person and be, like, chunky. See, I think you can still be very beautiful and chunky. I know that men are very shallow and the exterior really does matter. Yeah. But she still was pretty and he was good looking, correct? Yeah, I think they're both good. Okay, no, I'm saying, has there ever been anybody that was... Dog ugly. Let me phrase it. Not good looking. Heather. Yeah. Oh, they don't pick it's anybody not, ugly? Yeah. Where are you at, Heather? Are you serious? Heather, where are you at? I can't see I can't see your face. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there's been ugly. There's never been so nobody uglies ever picked for that show. Talia disagrees. Talia thinks a lot of them are are ugly. I think a lot of the men are ugly. Usually the women are pretty, but there's a lot of weird looking men. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've gone down a, a rabbit hole that <laughs> I, I don't even My know bad. if I can My come bad. out of. But I will tell you this. <laughs> now, men, I mean, no, love is not blind. People ignore truths. That's just the way it is. You, you, you don't want to see what's right in front of you. Uh, and I don't, hey, listen, I don't blame you. Especially, um, you know, I've known women whose men, husbands were cheating on them. They've been married for like 20 plus years. And they have kids. And the worst thing that they could ever do is come face to face with the knowledge and acceptance that they're being cheated on. Because their whole world is about to come crashing in around them. Some of them have been stay-at-home moms. Mm -hmm. So now, got to get a job. If they, stay, if, they, if, they, if they break up, I got to get a job. I don't know what to do. I've never been in the workforce. I don't even know what I'm, what I'm good at. Right? Then on top of that... They have to think about, okay, so now another woman is going to be involved with my kids? I don't think so. You know, you have all these things that you run through your mind that make it a lot easier to think, maybe he's not cheating. Maybe I just made this up in my head. You know, I love him. We can work through this kind of thing. It's a very difficult, very difficult thing to come to terms with, but love is not blind. You just ignore the truths that might be before you. If your husband's cheating, if if a wife is being abused by her husband and then she wants to believe, or a woman, a man, like, listen, men get abused by women sometimes. It ain't rare. It's not common. But then you're always hoping that you believe them. It'll never happen again. Okay? That's not wise. Um, alcohol abuse. They'll stop drinking someday or whatever. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I'm not talking about people who are married. I'm talking about just relationships in general. Yeah. Or you think, oh, they can control it. Okay? That's not being blind. That's being ignorant. Not ignorant. That's ignoring truths. You know? And then, like, or people who are very controlling. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, you think, oh, they just love me. Right. They love me. How, oh, man, nobody's ever loved me enough that they just need to know where I'm at all the time and who I'm talking to. And, you know, no, that's controlling, and that's going to be a problem. Yep. It's going to be a big problem, especially if you marry him. Um, I just think what happens a lot, to be honest with you, is just from personal experience, is one of the reasons why you try and stick it out and you try and make a relationship work 
um, if it's a bad relationship is because you remember what you fell in love with. And you're like, man, if I could just get that person back that I fell in love with because that was the best. Like, man, we had such a great relationship. Mm -hmm. It was so strong. It was beautiful. But I can promise you this. Most of the time, I'm not saying all the time, there is the occasion where it's rare. Like if a woman gets cheated on and it happens once. That's not common. Okay, I'm, when I say that's one of the rare moments. Um, when I, But on the whole, most of the time, if, if it's not a good relationship, the person that you're, you are dating or you married, especially if it was a brief period of time you dated them before you got married, that wasn't the real them. What they were is a show. The real them is actually who you're married to. And what you want them to go back to is the fraud them. Okay? And that's tough to admit. Yeah. The tough part is is that you were played. Mm -hmm. And now you're stuck if you're married. Yeah. Or, you know, or you're so now in love with the who you originally met you're just pining and hoping and praying they go back to their old the old them that's not them they're never going to go back to that person because that's not who they really are who you're with right now that's the real them love is not blind admit it accept it and move on unless you're married and then you can't get divorced unless there's you know infidelity or adultery or unless he just up and they just not he or she just ups and leaves you and then files for divorce. You ain't got much to say about that. So you ain't got much you can do about that. Um, I think that's about it for that topic. Yeah. Dear Lords. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Always the cheerleader. I'm about to say always the cheater. (laughs) Always the cheerleader. Listen, that's what I'm here for. What? That's what I'm here for. So here's the deal. I go back to my question that I answered before this one. Truthfully, everybody has to have faith in something. And at the end of the day, you're going to have faith in the world or you're going to have faith in um, the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith in the world will get you nowhere, as you probably already know. Like, nothing satisfies you. You can buy, go, uh, play, get a hobby, whatever it is. You can do all these different things that you think will satisfy you. You can, like, it's so crazy because I've literally um, met people who will move to another state because they believe that will bring them happiness. It's not going to bring you happiness. You know, if you're tired of the beach and you want to move to the mountains, moving to the mountains is not going to make you happy because you're going to go to the mountains and you're the one that's unhappy. So the change of scenery does not change you. You change you. The only way to change you for the better is to be saved. And if you've been saved before and you walked away from God, then you're really miserable. Because you know that the only time in life that you are truly completely happy is when you were saved. So you might as well quit running. And you might as well just come on back. Because nothing's ever going to satisfy you. And if you've never been happy then you don't know what you're missing because I can promise you it's like um, people who grow up without, um, let's say, people who grow up grow up and they're, you know, an only child. They don't know what it's like to have a sibling to play with. They only know what it's like to have a friend to play with. You don't know what you're missing until you get it. And so I will tell you it's, it's the best thing ever, but you'll never know until you try it. So if you need to be saved or you need to come back, just say this prayer with me right now. Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask, Lord, that you, I thank you, Lord, for what you died on the cross for. I thank you that I, um, that I can receive it in your name. I ask you to help me to repent, to go the opposite direction of what I've been living. I thank you that, Lord, through this repentance and through your forgiveness, I will live for you. And when I die, I will go to heaven. I praise you. I thank you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
It's super, super simple. Listen, I could repeat the same prayer every single, every single week or every single time I, I do this. But what happens is, is, and I, like Tom, my husband, he does the same prayer every single Sunday for people. And it's basically the same words. And oh, like Pastor Rodney, same thing every single time. And, and I see nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing is, if you say the same thing every single time, then sometimes it becomes monotonous and it just becomes words. And for me, it's a big deal. Like when you ask Jesus into your heart, it's never the same. It's a big deal. And you should answer that call, not as you've done before, but with a newness and a freshness. Does that make sense, ladies? Yeah. Because I think you just, you get used to saying the same old things. Yeah. It's just words. It's just words. Yeah. Let it be new. Let it be fresh to you. Let it be something that today you didn't just say, but forever changes you. And if you did, please let us know. It's right on the screen. Let us know. Contact us. We want to pray with you. We want to, uh, we want to stick it out with you. And then we want to see great things for you. I thank you for tuning in. It's been fun. It's been different. Always. But it's been fun. So we will see you on Friday. And have a great Wednesday night. Bye. Real talk.